Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane and enhance your overall financial behaviors so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, y'all? We back for another episode of Mindfully Rich Podcast. So excited that y'all have decided to join me yet another week. It's always like a surprise for me. It's like, they return. They listening. When I be looking at these listens, I just be going nuts. Y'all don't even know because I just get so happy. So I have to show gratitude at the beginning of each episode just to let y'all know. Thank you so much. Really appreciate all my day ones who've been rocking with me since the beginning. All of the new listeners. Y'all have been doing it. Okay. Y'all been listening writing the reviews, just doing all of the things. And so one thing that I am going to encourage more of sharing, share this information far and wide. My new goal is to get to a million downloads by the end of the year, a million downloads. And I know that y'all can help me do this. We a tribe, we riding together. I know y'all have been supportive. Go ahead, keep supporting your girl. Share this episode with people. Share it on whatever platform you're listening on. When you're listening, go ahead and just share it with somebody. I know you can use this information. I know you know somebody that can use the information. Just go ahead and just shoot it to them. Okay. And so just want to say thank you to everyone and welcome to all of the new listeners. And also speaking of listens, I know that these last couple of episodes, I've been in my bag. Okay. Y'all been really liking it. And I've been getting lots of feedback that has been very positive. And so I'm so excited that y'all are enjoying the content that warms my heart because when I'm sitting here trying to come up with what I'm going to say, it's always a battle because I like the stuff but I want to make sure that y'all going to like it too. But what I've learned to do is to lead with what my heart is telling me to do. Because if I go only with what I think y'all like, then I'm not going to stay authentic to me. So I'm glad that y'all are enjoying the content and just continue to look for more good content, more good episodes. We just, we, we finna be doing some things. Okay. When I say we all of us together, okay, because y'all are the reason why I do this podcast. And so Go ahead, after today's episode, make sure you check out all of the previous conversations that are going on. I am moving into, I think, 60 episodes is coming up. So, your girl over here doing some things, okay? I'm doing some things. And so, for those of y'all that are new, what I like to do is I take a topic and I discuss it in what's called the mindful money moment. And so, today's topic, I'm going to talk about how managing money sucks but what we going to do about it. And so I'm in that category of people who believes that managing money sucks. Okay. Yes, I know. I have been in the financial industry for 15 years. I've been a financial expert for a number of years, but it still sucks. I love helping other people, but I still can't stand it in my own life. I'm just going to go ahead and be completely honest with you. It sucks. And I understand that. And because I'm a millennial and let me tell y'all this, Forbes had the nerve, okay? The nerve, okay? Audacity is very high right now. Had the nerve to say that as a millennial, because I'm an older millennial, that I'm considered a geriatric 
millennial. That cracked me up. I just, you know, that just came out of nowhere, but I just thought I would let y'all know. But anyways, what I'm saying is, although I have been grown long enough to be managing money for enough time, it's still not something that I like. And because of the people that I talk to daily of all age groups, they let me know, I don't understand how to do this. I don't want to do it. It sucks. And so because we know that it sucks, we still have to do something about managing our financial situations. We just do. We have to manage it because we're living. Okay. We're living and living in this life. Every every single thing has a price tag on it. So we have to do something about it. Unless you're one of those people and you're with someone and they're managing the finances for you. Unfortunately, it's single me. Okay, so I got to do it for myself. So for those of y'all who have to do it and you're wondering, how can I do this? Or I need some steps to help me with managing my money. You in the right spot because today I got y'all with 10 steps to help you manage your money. And what I want to preface this with is there's no secret formula, y'all. Okay, I'm giving you some steps and some tips to help you in your life, but there is no secret formula. It is always going to take planning and discipline on your part. And I also talked about behaviors in the last episode. You probably should go back and go check that out. It's going to take some work on your behalf. If you're not working at it, it's not going to work you're not going to see any success in it. So I want to make sure that I preface with that, but let's go ahead and jump into those 10 tips to help you with managing your money. All right. And so first you need to understand your financial situation. You need to understand where you're at and y'all are looking probably like, what does that even mean? How much money do you make? You need to understand how much money do I make? Know this like the back of your hand. Okay. You also need to know how much money you're spending. You need to become very clear on what that looks like for you. Do I have more income than money going out? Or do I have more debt and expenses going out than I have money coming in? You are the one that can look at that. You know how much money you make. You also know how much money you spend. You need to look at that. So that's step one. Step two you need to set goals. Goals help us so much in our lives. When we have a goal that we're trying to obtain, those people who are trying to lose weight, when you have that goal of, I want to lose 10, 15 pounds, you start doing things so that you're able to lose the weight. You exercise, you start cutting back on things that you're eating because you have a goal. Same thing when it comes to money. For those people who want to purchase a house and they're saving up for those down payments, they cut back on spending because the overall goal of purchasing that house outweighs any other spending. That's just like when you need to purchase a specific thing. Those people who purchase cars or you're purchasing like a computer or whatever it is that you've ever saved money for. You cut out all of the extra spending just so that you're able to obtain that goal. When we have goals, very clear goals, and we set that up on that pedestal of I'm going to obtain this, it will cut back on everything else. So if you're having a hard time with out here just spending money and you need a way to cut back, set some goals because every single thing pretty much in life 
has some type of price tag on it. What are your goals? Set those up. Make sure those are clear. Don't just throw spaghetti up at the wall. Have clear goals of what it is that you want to obtain. That way, that will help you with cutting back in other areas if you are one of those people who are spending too much. Okay? Step three, you need to establish a why to keep you motivated. Sometimes it's hard, y'all. I ain't even going to say sometimes. All the time. It can be hard. Unless, you know, them super motivated people out there where it ain't hard for them. You know, y'all. <laughs> there are some people out there that's like that. But I'm not one of those people. I had to have a why. Okay? My kids are my why. Okay? My upbringing is my why. Okay? My parents being gone from this earth is my why. I have a bunch of whys that keep me motivated. No matter if I want to do it or not, you got to do it. Girl, get it together. Do we want to go back to broke? Okay? Who else going to do it for you? Okay? Do we want the kids to have all of the things that they need and they want? These are the things that go through my head. So my why is my kids. What's your why? What's going to keep you motivated, keep you inspired? I'm also going to say something with inspiration that's good, okay? I'm just going to throw this in here. So y'all know in my big girl job, I'm a financial educator. And so today I was doing some filming. I went to one of my coworkers' house. Oh my God, his house is freaking amazing. It's amazing. And I'm walking around this house and I could just, it's all of the views that he has there. The house is just he has quarters of the house, okay? Quarters. Do y'all hear me? Okay. And so when I'm there, it's such an inspiration for me. So not only am I already motivated because I have a why, but being around people who have accomplished things or have things that I'm still trying to obtain inspires me and keeps me going and gets me motivated. It puts that fire in me. While I was there today, I was like, we got to come up with another source of income because I want this. This or something like this or even better, whatever it is that I can obtain. So staying motivated, getting some type of inspiration, that's going to be step three, okay? Step four, okay? Create a budget. I talk about budgets probably like every other episode. It's a thing. Think about it like this. Everybody, not everybody, most people who work jobs, right? Those people who work in jobs, they have budgets. They had an amount that they can pay you for a salary. They got amounts that the departments run on. There's budgets around every single thing in life. When people get married, when they approach that wedding planner, they're like, how much is your budget? Because they have to stay within budget. When you're getting a house, when you're getting a remodel, they're going to ask you, what's your budget? Budgets rule the world, y'all. I remember when the whole government shut down just because they couldn't agree on what the budget was going to be. Okay, that's how important budgets are. All right, and so... Budgets are important because you have to make sure that you have a system of how you allot your money each and every week, bi-weekly, monthly, however often it is that you budget. You need one of those things, okay? So if you don't have a budget, you need to get one. So that's step four, all right? And so for step five, you have to make sure that you're including savings in that budget, Make sure you are paying yourself first. Give yourself some money, even if you can only save a dollar. Y'all may think that this sounds crazy, but even if that's only the only amount of money that you got, save it. Put it in a savings account till you start saving enough dollars where you're able to say, oh, now I can save $5. Now I can save 10, 20, 50, 100, 
200, whatever it is that you're able to do. You have to do that. You have to make room and pay yourself first. Create a lane for you to start saving. Put that in your budget. When you're allotted money to go everywhere else, make sure you have allotted some money for you to save. That's going to be step five. Okay. Step six is just sticking to that budget. Once you got that thing created, you got to stick to it. Okay. Get some discipline. I don't know what you're going to have to do. Make a way. All right. Pray for all my praying people. Pray. Have the Lord show you how to do that. Okay. I don't know what it is that you got to do, but you need to stick to it. All right. Cause if you don't stick to it, we know what happened when you overspend. It ain't a good story. It ain't a good thing for nobody. Okay. So you want to make sure you are sticking to that budget that you've created. All right. And step seven is taking inventory of your debt. When we're managing money, we also have to make sure we're managing the amount of debt that we have. If you don't have no debt, congratulations. Okay. Cookies all around for those people. All right. But if you do have debt, you need to take inventory of that and keep that top of mind. You have to understand how much debt do I have? What does that look like? Okay. There are people who have lots and lots of debt and they don't want to look at it. They avoid it. I talked about financial avoidance. Another episode is coming all dedicated to that. There's lots of people that do that, but you can't do that. You have to have some type of inventory list of what that debt looks like. And when I say inventory, I have a credit card. Balance on credit card equals what? I have an auto loan. I have a home loan. I have a vacation property. I have whatever those debts look like. I have student loan, whatever that looks like. Have a sheet that has an inventory of all of that. That's something you need to look at. Because when you looking at that debt, that will stop you dead in your tracks when you trying to spend money. Oh, dead. I still got all this over here. Okay. So step while step seven is taking inventory of that debt, step eight is making a plan for that. How are you going to pay off that debt? What does that look like? Although you're in your budget, you have allotted how much you're going to pay towards that each month, but create that plan. What does that plan look like? Can I pay extra towards anything? Is it possible? Does it even add up for me to pay extra on this debt? Looking at the debt so you can see it and creating a plan of what that payoff is going to look like, that's going to be key. That's going to help you overall with managing and paying down that debt as a whole. Because we don't want that debt going up. We want it going down. Okay? All right. And step nine is... Get you an accountability partner. Who is that person that you trust? Who your ride or die? Who's that person that you can let them know? I'm trying to succeed at this. I'm trying to save more money. I'm trying to pay off more debt. I'm trying to stop spending at Amazon. Tell them. So that way they can keep you accountable. That be the person that can call you and say, all right, girl, or bruh. What you doing? Okay, have that accountability part. Have that accountability partner that can check in with you, that can check up on you, that you can talk to when it's getting hard. You know what? I want to go spend this money. Talk to them. They're gonna remind you of your goals. When you're talking to that accountability partner, let them know what your goals are, what it is that you're trying to do, why you're trying to do it. So that way they can remind you of it. Sometimes we need that. That's the reason why people have trainers. When people work out, they have trainers. So that way that person can keep them accountable. Okay. That's why people have life coaches. So that person can keep them accountable. 
Accountability partners are necessary when we're trying to reach goals, especially financial goals. Having that person outside of you just listening to, say, a podcast like this one, you know, having someone else that can help you. So get you an accountability partner, okay? And then step 10 is going to be making sure you're doing all of these steps over again, reviewing all of your personal goals and setting a schedule. Set that up in your phone. Quarterly, I'm going to go over all of these things. I'm going to make sure I am looking at what my financial situation is. I'm setting up my goals. I'm establishing, you know, what my motivation is going to be. I'm staying inspired. I'm always looking back at this budget. I'm creating inventory of my debt. Set up a schedule so that way you can redo all of these steps quarterly. You need to stay ahead of these things. So that way, the more you get into this and get into a rhythm of this, the better you can help your financial situation out and the better you'll be at managing your money as a whole. Okay, so I hope that y'all found these tips and steps. They're steps. I shouldn't have said tips. Steps. I can't, I mean, I guess they kind of both. I don't know, whatever. I hope that y'all found... <laughs> I hope that you found these steps to be beneficial and valuable to you. And so I want to let you know, I know last week I announced that I have the new schedule that's coming out for the IG page. I didn't get a chance to get to it this week. One woman team over here. Okay. Don't blame me. Okay. I'm getting to it. All right. But next week, because I'm getting the TikTok videos together, it's going to be bomb. Okay. So I'm developing a schedule for the IG page. I'm going to post it on the actual IG page. If y'all aren't already, you can follow me. The social media of choice that I've chosen for the podcast is IG. I'm at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast and all of the savings challenge updates and deposits will be located on the IG page. And so don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever streaming platform that you're listening on. Share, share, share y'all. There's that share button on those streaming platforms where you can share this episode with the people that you believe need to hear this information. I know they need to hear it. Go ahead and share it with them. And if you fill in the episodes, write a review. I would love to see what you think about the podcast. And like always, I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose, darlings. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.